You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you a little bit about our current sponsors, uh, the Oklahoma Hall of Fame. As you well know, if you've been following This Is Oklahoma, they've been a huge part of this podcast. So this podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This Is Oklahoma. Mike Hoon here, your host, back. Back with another episode in downtown Oklahoma City today in the offices at uh, Prairie Surf Studios, which is like, I mean, mental, I think. It's bonkers to be here. Matt, I've been on a podcast before in your office at 405, it was a long time ago. And then we did another one, which was when this was just a, kind of in the works and you couldn't really talk much about it. Um, but now we're here, uh, what, a year, a couple of years later? I mean, it's... You probably can't remember. You can't. Time goes by so fast now for you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it, the 405 office feels like five lifetimes ago. Yeah, and probably the conversation that we had at Bedford uh, that was pr- uh, probably a year, maybe a little more than a year ago. Yeah. But that feels like it was about three years ago. <laughs> I mean, so much has changed since then. It's been fun. It's been awesome. Uh, and you're just finding time to breathe every now and then, and then you know, take a drink of water and eat some, and then you keep going, right? It, it's been uh, it's been definitely a long haul. It's mm-hmm. been um, uh, just a really, really exciting time to to be in Oklahoma City, and uh, you know, starting this film studio in the middle of downtown was certainly something that went from being kind of a romantic notion, kind of. Mm-hmm thought up by a couple of creatives to, wow, you know, now we're in downtown Oklahoma City. We have retrofitted sound stages. We're talking to productions. I have a movie filming in the former arena as we speak. Um, And now it, you know, now it's real. There's, there's a a real film industry here in Oklahoma and uh, it's just, you know, it's just going to keep growing. Which is, I mean, you know, obviously this was a dream. For, for you, Rachel, and many others, um, Gray, going all the way back to Gray, like it's it's really cool to be you know to be here today, right? And and thanks for giving me a tour, and I get a lot more context for it. Just walking around and remembering that we used to watch hockey games here and go to concerts here, and now there's movie stages and all this other cool stuff going on, um, and just timing, right? I mean, this was this started, you know, when everything was announced. It was peak COVID. Right. Yep. yep. You know, but the movie business was already, you know, Flowers of the Moon was all the yep. big rage at the time and Reagan too. Uh, and now like kind of getting through COVID side of things. I mean, downstairs it's, it's moving and shaking and yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. When we were, we were lucky, um, in that, uh, you know, there has been, uh, and you've had many guests talk about it, us included, there was, there was very much a film industry mm-hmm. in, uh, in Oklahoma that's been growing and growing and growing. I think going back all the way to Gray Fredrickson, and it's, you know, worth mentioning again, as I yeah. know I've said in previous podcasts, you know, Rachel, my partner, Rachel Cannon and I were both Gray Fredrickson's intern on the very first film workshop that he ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Oklahoma film Institute that he did in partnership with Oklahoma city. Um, you know, uh, when we started talking about doing film studios, Martin Scorsese was, they were still trying to figure out how to get Apple to film, um, Killers of the Flower Moon here, um, Stillwater, the movie with Matt Damon, um, Mm -hmm. 
I remember was filming in the Beacon Building on Western. Mm -hmm. uh, that was being sort of subbed as a soundstage at the time. Um, that was being filmed here, and and you know, of course, Minari uh, got nominated for an Oscar, and. And so we've been able to sort of ride on the momentum of projects like that. Uh, Reservation Dogs, like yeah. shout out to Sterling Harjo and and those guys. I mean, you know, it's been a, there's been a lot of momentum leading up to us. And Rachel and I saw the opportunity kind of, and COVID accelerated that. Mm -hmm. um, and and this all moved quite fast. You know, we we passed a. Uh, in, you know, alongside several other champions of Oklahoma film, we were able to put a $30 million rebate, cash rebate in place mm -hmm. uh, that makes us far more attractive to productions. Uh, we've done these sound stages. You know, we, we have five um, sound stages that are uh, in use as we speak and will continue to be so. Um, and then the third thing that we had to figure out over that period of time mm -hmm. was, was who, who is going to work on these movies? And we had a crew base that's been uh, growing and improving on bigger and bigger projects. But, you know... Um, uh, n now the rubber's meeting the roads and now, now we're in this place where um, there's a real opportunity for lots of Oklahomans that are looking for work or that are working in other industries to really pivot into film and be able to work on really, really exciting projects like legacy style right. shows that we hope to uh, and plan on bringing here. Yeah, and and to that point, like today's topic obviously is about the workforce and the opportunity <clears throat> that that you guys have and the partnerships that you now re, you know created with Francis Tull and O Triple C and many others, I'm sure, which we'll talk about. But going back just to give some context sure. to people listening, how was it when you were coming up? And you know, you mentioned being one of Gray's interns, and and I know he's teaching a class and stuff like that, but obviously compared to today, the opportunity was nil to none, right? Compared to what you guys are creating now. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. I mean, you know, I, um, I go back to, you know, I graduated from high school from Bishop McGinnis in 1996 and I go back to, uh, you know, I went to uh, first the University of Kansas very briefly and then transferred back to OU. And I, I, I love the movies, you know, mm -hmm. I, I remember, you know, watching, you know, goodwill hunting and thinking, my God, that's so cool. Those guys wrote a screenplay, but it, but it wasn't really even in my brain that, that you could write mm -hmm. films. Like I, I remember just having ideas and God, wow, yeah. I could make this, it'd be so cool. Um, but that was it. And so I was going to college at OU and I, I, I really, you know, I was partying all the time and, uh, had no direction that there certainly wasn't a path for me. And I was uh, completely honestly, I was about to fail out of college. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I was, uh, I had no direction um, and really was b beginning to make some some choices. I, I don't know where the strongest and Gray Fredrickson, it came out that he was going to uh, have the Oklahoma Film Institute and what that was, was, you, you know, and I'll say this over the course of this conversation, but but the really the only way that you get really good and can work in the film industry is if you just are working on a film set, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a hard environment to simulate. We've figured out how to do it. But he, Gray was really the first guy that said, you know what, we're going to create an environment where we're, we're going to create a class, but rather than a class, what it is going to be is it's going to, so we're going to get a script and it's going to be a week of pre-production. Mm -hmm. So that's all the planning, organizing, scheduling, hiring, casting. Uh, then we're going to have a week of production, which is what, what you traditionally think of as cords, cables, cameras, the actors are acting. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have a, a week of post-production, which is all about editing. You can, and it was open to the public, taught at OCCC. Fritz Kirsch did it with them, um, and it was open to the public. And so my, my one of my parents said, "You should do this," and I did. And and honest to God, I I 
I went through this and I fell in love with movies. I was like, oh my, you, I could, you could do this. And I loved the pre-production part of it. I loved the planning. I, I, I thought it was so interesting how you, you, uh, you schedule productions sort of in a non-linear fashion based on like first night and day and then actors availabilities and locations. And I thought that was so cool. And then the physical production part, it was incredible because you're watching actors work and lights and cameras. It was just sexy and fun and post. I thought it was the most boring thing that I'd ever experienced. So I immediately knew that I didn't want to go into post, but really loved um, just the overall process. And uh, those three weeks, after those three weeks, I went back to, um, Dr. Annie Horton, who's running the Oklahoma Film Department, mm-hmm. who's, you know, besides Gray, my other kind of early mentor. Um, but I hadn't met him at that point. I walked into his office and said I was going to change my major to film. I told my parents I was going to do it. Um, my grandfather reluctantly endorsed that choice. Uh, and I was presidential honor roll um, through the remainder of my college years and mm-hmm. absolutely crushed it. Had a job the day I, I arrived in Los Angeles on the TV show 24. Um, and, and here I am, 15, 16, 17, almost, well, gosh, almost 20 years later, yeah. um, launching a film studio in downtown Oklahoma City, you know. Um, and so in that, I say that because I see the value of how film can change a person's life. Like it did change my life. I right. think back like what would have happened if Gray hadn't had that program? Like what yeah. would have happened? And I don't know the answer, but I don't know that the answer is one that I I, I want to think about. Um, so, you know, for me, so much of the the why of this business has been, you know, why are, why am I doing this? You know, Mike, you know, uh, and people that follow this is Oklahoma. Like I've, I've worked as a photographer, um, and traveled all around the world. I've gotten to make documentaries about yeah. amazing topics. Um, and I've written television shows. Um, why would I step away from such sort of creatively satisfying and adventurous opportunities to do this? And the reason, the why for me is to create opportunity for others, you know, to create yeah. opportunities for other Matt Paynes out there. Cause there's a lot that, that don't have a great Fredrickson. And so how do we cast that bigger net? And that's been kind of the driving force for me and everything that, that we've done here. So, yeah, you're right. Cause you go back and you look and you're like, what if that person, you know, what if, what if your mom didn't see, or your mom and dad didn't see that, you know, there was an opportunity that Gray was putting on this class and then, you know, you go through and you fall in love. And, and at that point, like you said, you didn't, you really lack direction. You're like, I love this now. This is my thing. You know, and now there's people out there who, you know, they have a slight interest in, you know, thanks to whether it's social media or more content or just more awareness. Now that there's a studio in downtown, they have like, there's an opportunity there. And it just seems up to this point, you know, you've probably been, and I assume this, you've been, you know, not struggling to find people to work, but like, there's a come a point where you're like we, we might get tight on people to work production here because yes. we need more workforce and we you hate to see people coming in from other states to work here and you're like why don't we just build, work towards building our own workforce here? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, going back to the um, the, the the list of of. Um projects that have been shot in Oklahoma, I mean, mm-hmm. we do have, again, we do have a crew base, you know, there are people to learn from you. I was having a conversation with, um, the head of the Oklahoma film and music office, Tavisovsky, and we were, we were just chatting about mm-hmm. like, w- you know, resumes and, and, and Oklahoma hires. And it occurred to me kind of, as we were having the conversation, if I were, um, in, let's pretend I was just a, a, a key grip in Los Angeles and I'm looking at resumes and someone put a resume in front of me and take location out of it. And I looked at it and it said, this guy's worked in the last three years on, on five projects, Minari killers of the flower moon reservation dogs, American underdog and Stillwater. I don't look at that resume and think, 
that dude's from Oklahoma. I look at that resume and I think that dude's a badass. Yeah. Like those are huge movies, you know? And so, so you, to your point, like, mm-hmm. like w- we've created uh, Oklahoma, like B- G- Gray and, and the film and music office, like so many other people, uh, Na- you know, um, Nathan Gardaki and, mm-hmm. and Lance McDaniel, like all of these kind of heroes of Oklahoma City film have created an ecosystem where we have been able to have a crew base, but to your point, we have to have way more, you know? And I yeah. go back to an early conversation we had uh, in this building, you know, and it's a big, big, cavernous, empty building. And when we first took it over, it was oh. it was mind-boggling to be like, wow, we, this is a million point three square feet. And Rachel yeah. and a former employee of ours and me, we're the only people in this whole place besides a couple of security guards and yeah. maybe a few people that have, have built homes in hallways that, that we're not aware of yet. Um, uh, we had a call with Amazon.com, you know, Amazon, the yeah. streaming platform. And they're like, how big is your workforce? And we're like, <laughs> we're like, Three, you know, and I kind of felt like I was being a little deceptive in yeah. even saying three. I, you know, I know we we can have up to like five or six working at the same time. Right. The number shifts around a little bit, but I was like, oh, better pad this one three. And and they go, they're like, ah, oh, man, you really like to compete with Atlanta. You need like ten or fifteen. So a movie crew, that's two hundred and fifty jobs. Those are two hundred and fifty people. Yeah. So you start thinking, okay, cool, we got work to do. So you know, for us, for Rachel and I to get this studio up and running, like the first year of our our business was literally lobbying and trying to pass legislation and building a workforce in the middle of a pandemic. We were doing anything around revenue because you just couldn't, you had to build this foundation. So, uh, but in doing that, what I discovered was, you know, not only do we have a a state government and a city government that, that are very, very excited about ushering in new industry, but you have, um, uh, university partners, uh, colleges, um, community colleges, and, and a fantastic career tech system in Oklahoma that are able to do things that you, you couldn't even imagine. And, and their willingness to help us create courses, uh, and craft courses more specifically targeting the workforce directly has been amazing. So, you know, there is an urgent need for workforce and, and these jobs, you know, when you think about, um, Film jobs, you know, um, we, we, you know, there are different categories, right? That mm-hmm. you, you have your production management people. So production management, like these are the guys that like, they get the script and they're like, all right, that, like what I talked about earlier, they're going to break it down. Uh, they manage the, the, the crew and the call sheets, which tell everybody what time to show up and where to show up if the show's moving around. Um, that, you know, it's scheduling, it's budgeting, it's, it's all of that. So that's kind of a category, you know, yeah. production management. Then, then you've got your kind of your cords, cameras, and cables. And, and this is like, this is when you think of a movie set, what kind of comes to mind for the, the these are the technicians yeah. that are running the cameras, but it, you think about running a camera, you got a guy that's, you know, looking at the viewfinder, you've got a cinematographer who's creating the overall look. Uh, and then you got a guy who's pulling focus. And then you got a guy who's running things from the truck to the truck. That's for one camera. And yeah. then sometimes they're running three and four cameras at the same time. So just think of the number of people that are employed right. in that. And then you've got all the lights, right? And, and you saw the stage down. That's a, that's a smaller film. Yeah all of the things that go into shaping that light that you're putting up lights, you're hanging lights, you're, you're creating shadows around the light. So you sort of, all those are jobs. And then the next pillar is, um, is your art department. So your art department is, 
is kind of everything else. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's what the, what does the set look like? So that is, um, it's construction and it's building the sets and the set by the sets. I mean the walls, you know, and, and the paint that goes on the walls. So yeah. right now downstairs we have a prison. Um, but you know, then it's welding and it's, it's paint and it's distressing the paint. And then after that, it's like dressing the set. So then it's like, we got to come in and we got to install like the prison set downstairs. We got to put in lights that are for alarm bells. And then we're going to, and, and you do that and then you go in and, and then you get more granular and you're like, now we got to make it really feel like a prison. So here's a guard shack. Let's fill it up with uh, coffee cups and a bulletin board full of personal items. And this may not even be a room that we see in the movie, but right. for this sort of sake of ambience, let's yeah. go ahead and dress it. And here's a half drunk cup of coffee and a folded newspaper and a Agatha Christie book. And, and, and someone is actively making the choices to put all of this stuff. And then somebody has to go buy all that stuff. Right. So right. there's, it, sometimes there's prop houses, but then a lot of times there's sourcing. So there are buyers, all of, all of this falls under under art department, and yeah. then you have what the crew touches, right? So, so there's what's set on the set that's your set dressing, but then what you have is you've got your props, right? And you got your costumes, and costumes and props are different things. Costumes you wear, props are things you interact with. All those props, you know, have to yeah. be built or they have to be sourced, um, and then they have to be managed. Same with costumes, uh, and then you've got kind of hair and makeup, and all of these jobs that I just described. Um, Yes, there are film students that want to get into film and they want to go to, like get a like yeah. uh, a, a, a BA in film or whatever, and then and they get an overview of all these departments. But but really, the kind of jobs we're talking about, like take a set set um, a set decorator for example, that's yeah. interior design. Yeah. So if you have a background in interior design, you fundamentally understand how it works. Outside of that context, so yeah. like that's a job for someone that likes to shop. That's a job for for an interior decorator. That's a job. So it's for different people. Like you think about construction. Like construction's the same on a set as it is right. on a construction site. It, there are different methods, but but there are skills that a construction worker has that that you can then yeah. pivot. You know, and quickly you have construction workers that are able to do things on film sets. And frankly, the wages are 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 much, much higher right. on film sets. And you're, you're part of something that's cool and exciting. So there's transitional jobs in that capacity on, on the, the cords and cable, like think about the technicians. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's work that is very teachable. Um, it's something that you have to learn over time, yeah. but it's, it's sort of, you need an environment where you have a mentor and you're watching it happen and you're engaging and interacting mm -hmm. and it's very tactile. And like I said earlier, you need to really be on a set for hours and hours and hours a day, mm -hmm. just learning. It's practice. It's a trade. Yeah. So all of these things are different jobs and, and we've got to fill them all. And what we want to do is like people will come in from California. Yeah. Um, they'll come in from Atlanta. They'll come in from New Mexico. They might come up from Dallas, Louisiana, but let's make these jobs Oklahoma jobs. And so for me, the task became, became like, how do we work with our fantastic, fantastic education? Mm -hmm. Like, the, the flexibility of the, these schools and these career techs yeah. to accelerate the, the growth of this crew. And so that has been really kind of uh, one of my key tasks as, at Prairie Surf is making sure. sure that there are programs in place to do that. And we've had a lot of success. You know, we start when we started, it was a bit daunting because how do you do this? Who's going to teach the classes? Right. Who's going to write the curriculum? But over time, and then who's going to take the classes? How are we going to market them? Um, the first thing we did was we hosted an event called Pathways, um, 
a lot, we had a lot of people that reach out and say, I want to work at Prairie Surf. Mm-hmm. Right. What does that mean? Yeah. You want to like, okay, cool. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like one of a 500 jobs you can apply for, <laughs> you know? And, and, and the thing is like, you know, for us, we're like, well, there's only three people working in my company besides right. Rachel. And I. So, uh, then it became, um, let's give them some, dire- how do we give people direction? And the reality is like productions are going to hire you, most right. people, not us. Yeah. But what we can do is we can tell you what productions are looking for. Mm-hmm. So we hosted events where we gave people direction. We yeah. got all our partner schools kind of come and show up. We do panels. Um, we've done uh, nonprofit uh, workshops, simulated set workshops. Mm-hmm. But now what we're really leaning into is like really leaning into the the schools themselves to begin to create these accelerated classes so that people can get in and really, really, really learn how to do this. As we move towards bringing in bigger and bigger productions, which we're very close to doing, Mm -hmm. um, our partnerships are, are, are locked in place and we have clear courses, uh, taught by industry professionals, the best in the state, Mm -hmm. um, that have built programs that are designed basically so that when you complete these classes, you have trained under the very people that would likely be hiring you as, as opportunities present themselves in the go for. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot more about grazing awareness to build a future pipeline, Mm -hmm. right? Because like I said, you've already kind of got a workforce, but those workforce are going to get older, they might retire, whatever. Like, you need to fulfill that. But it seems all of the stuff you just mentioned, like, you're right, can people working in construction? I mean, I bet if you walked up to every single construction worker on the street and you asked them, hey, would you ever work on, did you ever know that you you could work on a movie set? Most of them would say, I had no idea. No. You know? Well, you, you know, uh, uh, getting into some of these partnerships, this very cool thing happened mm-hmm. with, the, so there's a set designer in town named Chris Rose, very, very smart guy, Oklahoman, and he's the, the production designer by title. Mm-hmm. And so he, he worked, you know, he did the set design for the production design. So production is the, is the overall look of the film. Anything yeah. that's not, it's what the camera captures, less people. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris uh, has been kind enough to put together a class for us at Francis Tuttle um, starting at Francis Tuttle, but we're going to, we're going to do courses at every career to every yeah. career tech in the city. So, um, it's, our partnership is not exclusive to them, but anyway, Chris sits down with us to talk about how do we, how do we build a, a program here, you, you know, using the existing construction program right. by the, and Chris is building a set down. He's got a set built down mm-hmm. here on stage four at Prairie Surf. Um, by the end of the meeting, um, uh, the team at Francis Tuttle said, you know what? We actually have a construction program going now. We could help you build, we could use that program to help you build a set yeah. for this movie and that will offset a little bit of cost. So um, I, I think it's about 33, 34 students that, at, that had signed up for a construction program at Francis Tuttle suddenly found themselves working um, to build an execution chamber for a film, yeah. uh, for a feature film that's going to be set, uh, shot in Oklahoma and the guy supervising him is the guy that will ultimately hire them in perpetuity. So like, that's the kind of cool one. It's a testament to how nimble our career tech system is yeah. Two, um, it, it shows that, that none of that, not one of those people thought they were going to ever work in the movie business. They did not start right. their class two weeks earlier thinking maybe I'll be in the picture business. They, they, that didn't yeah. happen. They, they just happenstance. And that's how it's, I, I, I see it working that way for lots of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I want to do is get that message out that like, are you looking at your life and going, eh, this could be more interesting. Are yeah. you an accountant? You know, I had a conversation with a banker yesterday. Um, and he works for a very prominent bank, very, very bright guy uh, who works in finance. Um, he's like, hey, Matt, you know, he's like, I just, I've got all this creative ambition in me. He's yeah. like, I just, 
I've never really been able to, to, to merge it with my, my finance background. I'm like, funny thing. Um, I'm teaching, not me, God, definitely not me. (laughs) Uh, but through my partners at Francis Tuttle, we, in February, we're also launching uh, an accounting class that's put together by, a uh, an extremely savvy, um, uh, production finance person named Tanya Ruby. Mm -hmm. She's brilliant, whip smart, and she's putting together a, a finance and payroll class and it's not like hey welcome to your accounting class like this is how quickbooks works or how an excel, excel spreadsheet operates whatever, yeah. it's it's not that it's 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 do are you a cpa that's looking to do something interesting mm-hmm. let us teach you about finance and film and how that works so quickly you take someone who just wants to do something a little bit different like the guy i was telling you about and and you give them the skill sets and and suddenly that becomes a real asset to the industry because right. nobody does it currently but let's build an environment where that can happen so these are the kinds of things that we're working yeah on. so it's just building relationships like i said with the local you know like francis tell no triple c to be to just be more aware to say hang on a second like here's an opportunity to be more creative and more movie business focused sure and then you open the door, oh, or, you know, open the toolbox, and there's a million different jobs that you can choose from to just point someone in every direction. A- you absolutely, know. you know, there, there are, you know, the um, the uh, uh, film art department boot camps, what we're calling our program at Francis Tuttle, that starts February fifth. Uh, this is a, you know, it's a program in set design, construction and prop creation, right? So those are kind of the main yeah. touch points and it include, you know, it's construction. Um, th- these are for all kinds of people, you know, anybody right. can take this, but you're taking class. It's not, and it's not only Chris Rose that's teaching this class. It's, it's the people that also work underneath Chris Rose. So mm-hmm. say, you know, you're in a construction class, um, you're going to learn about props. You like props. Like now I'm a, now I'm on a path to be a prop yeah. guy. What the way that these classes were designed um, was to you're going to be learning from the people that will hire you. Yeah. And so they're so they're what they were told to do is like, hey, teach the skills that you would need someone at an entry level to come in and have to make this work. So so the advantage, like yes, from an education perspective, mm-hmm. you're getting that. But really, what this business industry is about, it is about networking. Um, and it is about who you know and who you can get to believe in you, Probably. you know, yeah. because I think uniquely to film, we talk about the sort of scarcity of jobs back in 2000 when I was first entertaining this idea. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know somebody, you didn't work. That's still kind of the case, you know, like yeah. it helps to know somebody, but now the people teaching the classes are the people to know, you know, and there are more and more people that are working in film. So, you know, there's not a day that passes in Oklahoma City that I don't run into somebody that I know right. that is in some way working in media, um, so, so yeah, you know, it's a networking thing and, and, and it's also sort of, um, you know, I think for people that are curious about how to get into film, it's recognizing what skills you currently have mm-hmm. and how do those skills, uh, pivot, you know, into right. a similar film based track. You know, I, I, if you're, um, you know, you're an accountant, you want to be a screenwriter, like I, I cannot help you into the film industry. Right. Um, if you are a, a, you know, a, a construction guy that wants to be a DP, a director of photography, like it, it's a tough transition. Yeah. However, um, I, you can move into the construction department, which falls under yeah. production design. And there's a clear path to like, if you know how to network, like, right. all right, I work, I hear, I'm going to befriend the electricians. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to, they're going to give me some advice and they're going to take me under their wing because again, yeah. s- like uh, us film people, we all, somebody believed in us. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to extend that. Yeah. I mean, to that point, I have a friend who uh, she was worked on sets as doing makeup, and now she's a stunt woman. 
because wow. she was doing the stunt. She ended up doing the makeup of the stunt people and was like, I want to do that. I can do that. I'm pretty athletic. And yeah. then through the years of just hard working and grinding and networking, she's now a stunt woman. That's and wild. Like, she lives in Tulsa and crushes it. I mean, wow, she, doesn't, cool. she doesn't spend much time in Tulsa. She's always on the road. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like just stories of, you know, just being in the room, right? Just getting in the room, whatever it is that you're interested in, doing it that way. And then, you know, like I said, networking and seeking out, okay, well, like I said, if that's the DP, I want to go and how do I get to him? How do I get in front of him? How do I add value to this person so he knows that I've got a work ethic? Sure. So give me a chance somewhere else. Well, and, and, and on the DP path, you know, we've talked a lot about our program at Francis Tuttle. Like, mm-hmm. Now I'd love to shift and talk about the OCCC program yeah. uh, because that is more specific. So after Gray Fredrickson started, the Oklahoma Film Institute, you know, in, in the program there, it, along with Fritz Kirsch and a bunch of other people, um, the 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 OCCC program grew out of that, and, and OCCC is an un, it is the most amazing film program. Like mm-hmm. the the equipment that they have is yeah. is absolutely state of the art. Um, the cameras that the students can use, the the teachers are, are terrific. Um, it has a tr- an outstanding film program. It's a it's an associates program, so it's a two year program. You know that requires yeah. gen eds and different things. But historically, most of the people that are working in our film in our f- film industry currently, yeah. at some point, including John Shryock, who is uh, going to be taking the class that uh, teaching the class that, that we're hosting them. But but what was happening was in a two year program, it's still not that hyper focused. Like uh, now I know how to be a grip. Now I know how to be an electrician. Okay. Now you have an overview, so at the end you are quasi-competent enough to be a PA, you know, and, and, and what I need to have happen and what the state's industry needs in general is to have people that are a little more hyper-trained, you right. know, and so OCCC, um, uh, Jeremy Thomas, who's the interim president um, and, a, and, a, and a friend to, to Prairie Surf and a, a personal friend, um, we sat down with him and, and I, you know, I said, look, you're, you're program is this is only like a few months ago yeah. your the film program you have is great but man i need people to be like ready mm-hmm. come march and and um he and his team uh, and it, alongside gray and and yeah. sean lynch and and uh greg malott and the, the guys that teach film they put together this this grip and electric intensive which both fall under the category of director of photography um and this intensive uh which starts on january 3rd um is 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 the most to me there's if you are interested in working on a set at all i don't think there's anything that you can do frankly in the country um that will better prepare you to jump into an actual position on a film uh than this intensive so that the class itself so oklahoma's got some real rock stars that, that are on set um among them is a guy named steve matheson steve was the um uh he was the the light designer for um a uh, little movie called Black Panther. Um, he was involved with the project uh, called Thor. Um, if you've heard of that, he he also uh, he cut his teeth on the Halloween franchise and most recently did Res- uh, Reservation Dogs. Mm-hmm. So really, really prolific 
based here in Oklahoma, spent a lot of time in Los Angeles as well. Um, Steve's a mentor, man. And again, like I talk about these guys who want to get back. Steve and John, John, who I mentioned as, as well, uh, he put together a month, along with John Triak, put together a month long intensive. Mm-hmm. It is eight, it, it, it's, it's eight to five. Uh, it, it, it runs from January 3rd to the first week of February. And you're doing everything grip and electric. So it's, mm-hmm. it's learning every chord, every cable, every flag, every cease, every stand, every, every power box that exists and, and what these guys are doing. But, but when you're talking about grip and electric, what you're doing is you're learning the fundamentals of, of lighting and, and being a, 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 yeah. a cinematographer. So if you're interested in cinematography and camera work, this is sort of the, int- this is the, the gateway class mm-hmm. at, you know, in a month, you're going to know more than most kids know coming out of USC, yeah. um, film because it's every single day taught by guys that are doing it. And the guys teaching the class again are the guys that work in the state. So those are the guys that are going to hire you. So you have some really, really cool. So it's capped at 30 people. You've got some great creative competition, you right. know, that, it, that will exist among students because they know they're auditioning the whole time they're in the class for jobs. Um, we're doing it in partnership with, with OCCC. So even if Steve doesn't wind up working on a, on a prairie surf project, Mm -hmm. um, we're certainly aware of who they are. And when, when productions come in here, they say, who are the, who are the best people? Well, we think that these are the best people. Um, and we believe that this program is training people to come in kind of apprentice ready. So, so that program to me, um, you know, uh, is, is going to be outstanding. And, um, what we, we plan to do is continue to grow these kinds of programs. And, right. and ultimately the goal is to move them into more of a, uh, a certification type program. So at the end of this program, not only, so when we talk about like cords, cables, lights, um, what it also includes is scissor lifts. What it also includes, um, Driving a are truck. condors and yeah. stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you get all your OSHA certifications out of this program as well, because safety is key. So, you know, it, it's a really, really great opportunity, um, um, to get fast tracked into it. And one of the things, you know, we talk about, um, who, who are these classes for, you know, if you've worked in an oil field and, and, you know, you know, it's, it's lifting heavy things. It's making smart, like important decisions around safety and Mm -hmm. weight distribution and, um, electricity and power. Like if you're someone coming from, again, like construction, um, uh, the oil field, like this is a really, really, really good alternative path, um, to a really good job. You know, these, these jobs pay sometimes 350 bucks a day, 400 bucks a day. Um, if you can, if you can land them, um, and, and it's in grip and electric again, is the path into film, you know, and and what's great about OCCC is like, you can go into the workforce or you plug into the associates program and you go into the, the associates program far stronger. So if you're an aspiring filmmaker, a fundamental, a deep, 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 deep fundamental understanding of how lighting really works Mm -hmm. from a sort of nuts and bolts perspective really empowers you to go through a two year program and complete a two year program in a way that like just coming out of, you know, I, you know, I just graduated from Putnam city North and now I'm going through this two year program. Like I took some media classes and know how to work at SLR camera, like maybe not, not as good. So the, I, to me, I, you know, I'm really, really p- proud of, yeah. of this program and I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that it will be a, an effective tool to get people to, to work. Yeah. So OCCC and Francis are the main ones right now. And yep. then the plan obviously is to get it in as many places as possible. And just to get, like I said, give that opportunity to anyone who wants to come up that, you know, when they look at the class list or whatever, and they think, Oh, film, that sounds awesome. How do I get into that? And then there's a spider web of things that can 
add into that as we've just spoken about. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that are film curious, you know, yeah. there are so many people, again, I'll go back to my friend that's an accountant. He's like, I just want to get in this, but I don't know how yeah. these are the pathways, you know, because these are the pillars of the, of the industry It's production design and, and, uh, and the photography component, um, you know, the other thing, you know, what we talk about, we, I always think of, of, of there being kind of three categories of, well, four if you include post, but, mm-hmm. but of ways to kind of work in the film industry. In, in Oklahoma, it's you, you want to be a filmmaker, mm-hmm. you know, it, so you're very narratively driven, um, or you just want to work in movies, you know. Yeah. So I taught at O Triple. So when I moved back, I moved back from Los Angeles in 2015. And in 2016, was offered an adjunct teaching position at Oklahoma City University, who is also now a, a partner of ours. Um, and they've been tremendous on the workshops. I'll talk a little bit about those as well. Um, what I learned was, you know, I had I had really three different kinds of students. I had students that really wanted to create, you know, and they were cinephiles and they were obsessed with movies and they want to be the next um, Spielberg or whoever, you know. Um, and, the, and then you had these other kids that they just, lo- they want to be on set, you know, and they want to be camera grip. They want to be a production coordinator. They don't care. They yeah. just want to be in movies. And so for me, it was like, let's find, uh, we need to have both of those. So the, mm-hmm. the Francis Tuttle program I talked about, um, uh, that, and again, like the, the whole career tech system at large is going to get more and more into this. And we hope to work with every single one of them in some capacity to help them grow their programs. Uh, Francis Tuttle being kind of our beta with the Oklahoma film, Oklahoma yeah. city compact, uh, being kind of a, a partner in that as well. Um, Oklahoma city university, what, what that school is for us, um, it's, 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 it's about application of skills that you learn in the career tech or out of the, out of the two year program. It's all right now, now it's time to make films, you know? So we've really, really, really gotten involved with, um, you know, like I love teaching screenwriting. I've taught yeah. screenwriting workshops here at Prairie Surf. Um, that's where we hope to, to really lean in and, and and make filmmakers. But what OCU has also been a great partner in doing is allowing us to do like three day masterclass type workshops, you know? So we did a production design one with them where, where students build a set, uh, that's still on stage one here at Prairie Surf. Um, we, they also did a production management class and we brought in a guy named Richard Rosser and Richard is, was, he's the first guy gave me my first job in LA assistant director on 24 and this is us and, um, uh, Quantico and like these huge shows, you know, and Richard came in and does this great program where he's teaching kids how to like read a script and break it down. And, but so OCU has been so good at, um, while it is a four year program and that's a much bigger commitment, what they've also done is they've been a really good partner in like bringing in really, really, really top level people to do kind of masterclass stuff. So yeah, we hope to yeah. kind of continue with that because not everybody wants to take a workshop. There's so many people that are curious about movies right. here. They're like, I just want to know a little bit about screenwriting. How can I learn? Um, so we're working with them to make sure that there's that path. And then, you know, like, you know, for me, when we talk about where we hope to be as a a business, you Mm know, um, like I love the idea of this building, you know, Prairie Surf Media and downtown Prairie Surf Studios in downtown Oklahoma City, having 500 people all working in films that are then, you know, a year later being broadcast and people are watching them all around the world. And when I ultimately get to go back to travel photography and I'm in <laughs> Shanghai, I can look at a billboard and be like, that was made in my studio. Yeah. Uh, I, I look forward to that day. But the day I really look forward to is I look at Sterling Harjo and I look at Reservation Dogs. Um, and Sterling and I went to OU together. We both graduated from Andy Horton's program. 
um, as did Rachel. Um, and, um, and Sterling is, you know, he's Native American, um, and he figured out how to make movies and he made them again and again and again. And he's, his show is, is incredible. If you haven't watched it, like you, 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 you must watch it. Yeah. Uh, he, um, but I want to make, I want 10 Sterlings, you know, like I could go, I, I hope I get to make more movies. I, I hope yeah. I get to direct. I hope I get to write. I hope I get to make the documentaries and do all the things that I'm passionate about. But what I really hope is that out of these programs in say five years, mm-hmm. um, rather than sort of bringing some production that was developed for, uh, Netflix, you know, whatever, yeah. um, here to film and pray. So I hope that it's a project that like, look, somebody out of one of our programs got with another kid who took another one of our programs and was a killer cinematographer. And then this writer came out of Oklahoma City, you know, Oklahoma City University got together and they figured out how to make this badass show that, you know, just got a, a $80 million pumped into it. And now it's being made in Prairie Surf as a Prairie Surf production. Like right. that's the goal because then at that point, like, you know, we're we're a fully vertically integrated studio and, and our industry is definitively ours. And that's where I hope to get. And, and, yeah. and I can't do it without, without workforce, you know? So while we are very much in the soundstage business, um, what is critical to the success of that business is growing this workforce as quickly as possible. And, um, that's what we sort of set out to do. Yeah. Just creating a melting pot of film in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Right? You know, and, and I think, you know, as people sit out there, uh, one thing I, I would add is, you, you know, when you look at the value proposition of these courses, you know, um, we're, we've created classes with the best people mm-hmm. and we've created classes to the best of our ability that when you complete them, um, you, if you work hard mm-hmm. and you, excuse me, if, if you work hard and you do what they is asked and taught and you show up and you're on time and you don't complain and you understand discipline and you get better, you're going to get a job, you know? And so yeah. there, you know, historically, like, like when I went to, um, the Oklahoma film Institute, it was a romantic notion for me. Um, you know, co- I remember I mean, God, it cost like, I don't know, like a thousand dollars or something. I mean, it was a kind of, it was expensive. And, and I imagine being my mom or dad being like, a thousand dollars for movie camp, Ugh. you know, like I don't want <laughs> for a kid with no direction. For a kid right with now. no direction, yeah. like, all right, yeah. hope this one works. You know, yeah. last year was summer in Mexico, like <laughs> you didn't. That one didn't pan out. Like hopefully we can, hopefully we can get you with this one. Yeah, um, this is far different. You know, when you th- when you look at that price point um, as you go on there, you know that that money that you're putting in is really mm-hmm. genuinely an investment in yourself, um, and it it, it is putting money in a place so that it can sit there mm-hmm. uh, and you will make it back in spades uh, because the industry here is going to continue to grow. Um, and this is kind of the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, a great analogy, you know, um, I, I heard a, a friend of mine mention uh, was, you know, you think of like the, the, the story of Noah's Ark, you know, and we've been, we feel like we've been building Noah's Ark in a lot of ways. And like, uh, Everybody looked at him like he was nuts when he was building the ark. But the minute that it started raining, they were like, oh, man, like yeah. we're about we're building the ark. Um, and it's it's you know, but it's about to start raining. The clouds are coming in. And so it's time to time to jump. And if you you know, if you get in now, you, you're you have really, 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 really good first movers advantage and in moving into this industry and Damn. being able to grow. So, um, you know, I encourage people to really take these classes, ask questions, Damn. um, 
get, you know, understand what it is that you want to do and what you hope to get out of it, ask questions and, and sign up because we are watching who, who takes these courses yeah. and this is who we're betting on. To that point, where can they go? People listening or parents listening might have kids. Like what, is there a link, a website that we can send people to that I can put in the description? We, we are continually posting links to sign up for these classes on the Prairie Surf Media social channels. So make sure you follow us on mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, uh, and Facebook. Um, we'll post these links. You can also go to the Francis Tuttle website, uh, look up film, you know, search for film. It'll pop up. Uh, OCCC is the same. Um, to learn about OCU and other workshops that we will be doing, yeah. uh, just continue to follow us on social media. And um, uh, the other thing I would recommend doing is follow the Oklahoma Film and Music Office. The Film and Music Office does a fantastic job. Um, through all their social platforms as well as their subscription service uh, to promoting all sort of local classes. Um, So I recommend doing that as well. Awesome. Well, mate, thanks for your time. I appreciate you, you know, I mean, just showing me around. It's been a long time that this, you know, you've been working on this and I know you've been working so hard that you really don't have much time, spare time, but I really appreciate you, you know, showing me around and, and it's cool to see. And, you know, it's, I can't wait to come back in six months or a year and just see how crazy everything else has grown, you know, and just the, the stage is going to be full with crazy stuff going on, sets building. And then, like you said, in a year or two time, we're going to see a movie and you're like, that was made here. Yeah. Which is so, so wild to think that, but it's so cool at the same time. Pretty cool. Well, uh, I very much appreciate, appreciate all you do for Oklahoma. Um, and, uh, you know, stay tuned. Um, we've got mm-hmm. some very, very exciting announcements that are coming up. And I think as you think about kind of jumping into the film space, the announcements that are to follow uh, over the next six weeks or so yeah. uh, will just further entice you and convince you that there is opportunity uh, to be had here in this film space. So Mike, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. For everyone listening, I'll post the links that Matt mentioned in the description and we will catch you next episode. Cheer. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, telling an Oklahoma story through its people since 1927. For more information on the Hall of Fame, go to www.oklahomahof.com and follow them on Instagram for daily updates at Oklahoma HOF. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.